And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What do you do? Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. My name is Ayola Kilichi, as always. And with me... I've got the one, the only Jideichi Chid Asia. Yes, the Fine. day I will bring a second Jideichi to this podcast. Uh, that one is a business. Until you do that, then there are still one and only Jideichi Chid Asia. I've told you many times, it, the likelihood of finding an Ayola Kelechi is higher than the likelihood it's, of finding a Jideichi Chid. So Asia. much lower, like you have no idea. Mm. Anyways, I don't have strength for this this back and forth this morning. <laughs> Hey there! BG Gems are now Gecko Coins. Same value for the same activity. Get active on ballgecko.com start racking up your Gecko Coins. This morning we're going to talk about... Uh, a lot of people have talked about the Ballon d'Or and Messi within Ballon d'Or, the controversies and everything. But not everybody has uh, acknowledged, even acknowledged that there was a Ballon d'Or feminine recognizing the best female player of the year of the 2020. I guess it's because there wasn't so much controversy like we had with the men's own. The men's mm-hmm. um, award, uh, where many people were saying it should have been Lewandowski, it should have been Messi. Unlike the female game where it was it was evident that it was going to be number one, a Barcelona player, and it had to be the standout player for the season. Jenny Hem also had her time two seasons ago. Mm. But last season we saw Putellas um stand out more than any other Barcelona well, I, I think, player. But even last season, Jenny was No, was no, no. On no fire. I know, I know. She was on fire, but um Putellas had as much as a fire season as um Hermoso mm. had this time around. And uh, that's why it wasn't really uh, as convers- uh yeah, yeah. As, yeah so maybe if this was a time when Hermoso was firing from all cylinders and then we had um, Butellas giving the award maybe you would have been saying ah should it have been should it not have been but I think the reason many people were not talking about it is because it was evident that it was going to be this lady well, unlike the BBC award uh, for the women's player of the year that was given to Vivian Midema exactly that, so, that hey, exactly was... hey you look at that and and then you're not asking uh, oh, what's going, going on, on? <laughs> so uh, the Ballon d'Or did not give us that what's going on situation mm. where you would say this is not the player who should have won it this is the player who should have won it it was pretty straightforward um, it was pretty evident, like I said, number one, that it had to be a Barcelona player. Even if they are giving another Ballon d'Or today, it would still have to be a Barcelona another player Barcelona because player. those ladies are on fire. So, And of course, there were three Barcelona players in three the top Barcelona five. Barcelona players. And I mean, who does that? <laughs> really? I think, the last time, I think the last time we had such, um, say maybe in the men's game was when we had um, the trio of Messi, Xavi and, and Iniesta. Iniesta We've yeah. not seen this type of thing in a while. And yet again, Barcelona giving it to us um, on the female angle of things. And uh, Vivian Medima finished fourth, uh, and uh, Lique Mertens finished fifth, Sam Kerr finished second. At this and point, Jenny I'm wondering what's really going on with Medima coming fourth. Mm. Because what did she really do in the calendar year? How much? Olympics. How much? Okay, the Olympics. Okay. But then again, it's interesting to see that Christine Sinclair, who actually did win the Olympics, 
came outside the top five. She came sixth. And that's the thing. Uh, the Midima team is. But she 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 was also uh, pretty good for Arsenal. Mi- no, definitely. Midima was pretty good for Arsenal, but it was not like Arsenal had a spectacular season. But she individually, I think she did have a, a very good season. Maybe not the w- women's is, player of the year. Kind of, kind of performance. Season. Well, well, I think Midema, the fact that she's playing in England is really playing a part in some of these awards these days, really. Because you mean positively uh, or negatively? Negatively, <laughs> negatively. Like she's getting the headlines, even times she shouldn't be getting. Where mm-hmm. even times other players should be getting the headlines, Midema would be getting the headlines. And uh, I think I just I don't know at this point. I just want to attribute it to the fact that she's playing in England and. Uh, but there are some people who are also playing in England who, in my opinion, finished far lower than they should have finished. Frank Kirby, Chelsea's Player of the Year, and she finished almost outside the top 20, or rather, well outside the... the oh, sorry, she finished 10th, which is well outside where she should be finishing reasonably. And then uh, you want to talk about that thing we always talk about, mm. that media love. When you're loved by the media, there's she was, like she was loved. I mean, she's someone no, who no, no. came back from Midema and Kirby. You not mm. say Kirby is as is loved in the media as much as Midema is. Mm. Well, I, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But she had her time in the spotlight, coming back from yeah, almost retiring to being a Champions League finalist, winning the league with Chelsea, being Chelsea's Obviously. player of the season, and yet I ten. Mean, Chelsea- <laughs> Well, it's one of those things. And then again, with these awards will never finish, will never be completed with us having mm. um Perfect one reason or the other yeah. to talk about. So yeah, that's it. Maybe it's designed that way so that the conversation around the award would always Should it have to be designed that way? Should it? Can't we have um, can't we have awards without conversations? Just give it to the person who deserves it the most. Rank the players according to who deserves it the most. And let's just this, this all feels go like to it's bed. about something else. <laughs> Can we move on to the next thing <laughs> about the women's awards? Thank you. All right, so we also saw um, this week the UEFA Women's uh, World Cup qualifiers and we saw a record win for England. 20 goals to nothing. My, oh, my, oh, my. Four goals in 12 minutes. Four goals in 12 minutes. Nine goals in first half. Like, and nine, 11 more in the nine second zero half. zero is literally a scoreline of matches. It takes teams 90 minutes to score nine goals. Mm. Some don't even score half of nine goals in 90 minutes. Exactly. Some, some can't do over 4.5 in get. nine minutes. And here you are stro- scoring like respect, man. I be respect, woman. Respect. Respect. And when I'm saying respect, I'm not saying they should give you respect. I'm saying you respect other people. Like because respect, respect other people. Respect other you. people. I mean, they are, they are professional footballers also. Why would you be giving them? Wow, wow, England, well done. <laughs> and um, also, we saw Ireland, the sisters of England, beating Georgia 11 0 as well. We saw Spain beating Scotland 8 0 in it's, some it's, more it's ridiculous just, results. It just, it's just the ridiculous um, qualifiers we are seeing. Mm. Uh, they're just, everyone is just getting whitewashed. And whitewashed if you're not a very decent um, women's side. And it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy because 
what's what's the rush what's all the hurry can't you allow these other people to learn football from you play some tikitaka I mean, here sometimes and there. you have to learn it the, the hard ball way here and there not you learn football the hard no, way you're teaching you're leaving every other player teaching the goalkeeper how to keep it's 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 wrong it's part of it now it's part of the learning process i mean if somebody does not beat you like this then we really learn so you you want to be beaten like t first i mean before you learn everybody it's like when you're playing fifa when you want to start learning to play FIFA and you're learning maybe with your big brother or something, they'll first beat you as if you stole something from the house. <laughs> beat you like 6-0 or 7-0 oh or 20-0 if Man, possible. The, the, the score lines are just crazy. It's all I can say. And um, well, kudos to everyone who is getting their goals, who is start padding at this point because that's what it is. I don't know what else it is, but start padding. That's just what it is. Adding more goals, the number of goals they've got saying exactly. and all of that. And before you know it, you are the highest international exactly. goal scorer exactly. in the world. So good for you. And, um, okay, to be fair, not all the scorelines were that far apart. We mentioned some of the games. Uh, last week, we mentioned some of the games that we were expecting to be a bit tight. Like uh, Denmark versus Russia, the top of the table clash in Group E. Mm. Denmark came out winners of that one, three goals to one. It's not so surprising that Denmark won, but at least this was a fairer contest. Yeah, fairer contest. I think that's one of the things we have gotten to see in the women's games. Mm. As much as they are the big teams, they are the um, giants, big, and the giants and the minnows, and the minnows will never be giants. <laughs> We've also seen some minnows who have grown to be giants to give us more interesting, comp- more interesting matchups when they meet. And um, yeah, decent game yesterday. I mean, it's not like we pretty much expected. 9-0 in 45 minutes like from that fixture like we saw in other games so uh, the, I think the main focus right now is how you can get to uh, New Zealand and Australia how you can get to the finals that's the World Cup finals yeah. and um, I think that's the main thing right now everybody that, that has to be more um, important than anything more else important than anything moment. else so getting the win is so important getting to qualify is also very important so yeah, kudos to those who kudos are those well who on are their way to do it. Um, of course, we also saw Germany and Portugal. That was another really close game. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Germany, as expected, came out tops of that one. They to Portugal, three-one win, still top of their table, and uh, it's it's more of what we expect in the women's game. Most of the people on top are the people you would say Germany, should Germany, be on top. Germany would defeat Portugal any day, any time. Maybe. Yeah, but maybe we would have even expected a, a well, more embarrassing Port- scoreline. Uh, more embarrassing, not really. Portugal are not that bad. Mm. They are, they are, they are just okay let me not say pretty decent they're just okay so more embarrassing eh, maybe 5-0 could have wouldn't have hurt really <laughs> yeah 5-0 it's five Germany we're talking about <laughs> yes but still it's Germany uh, we're talking about 5-0 might not have Portugal hurt but I mean Portugal group. did Portugal are doing descent in the group so that would have actually been too much mm. to be collecting as the second in the group because why are you second if you're collecting five zeros? So I mean, yeah. so uh, Scotland, to be honest. Scotland, Spain, Spain were first, Scotland was second, and they still beat them 8 0. So with Putellas bringing her Ballon d'Or to the to show. That up. It's, it's just the people, that don't, people that are not following this thing wouldn't have known when I talked about Jenny and Portugal. You didn't need to but it's just up. it's just the truth. These things happen. <laughs> Oh, God. The truth is that the disparity in the women's game, I've always said it, as mm. much as we love the women's game, the disparity is there. It's so much. So, these things would happen. They would still happen um, even in games that you don't think they would actually Games that happen. you expect to be closer than... than exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> it would happen. These things happen as far as there's a big side and a side who is still growing in the mm. game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was um, nice to see the European qualifiers, uh, but not so nice not to see anything on the African front. I know the Super Falcons were in, were in camp and they just left camp and uh, you have to ask yourself, what exactly were they doing? They were training. Training for? They were doing family bonding. <laughs> you, need, you need on and off the pitch bonding, you know? <laughs> That's what they were doing. You don't need to always... It's not a must. In fact, we should start advocating. It's not a must to always call for international friendly and, and play, play international friendly. Wow. You can come back for international friendly and bond with your teammates. How many, ask all these players. How many of them have bond with their club teammates and their national team? team? It's, even club, it's even worse on the national team front they don't because see they don't time, see every time. I mean, nice we should clamor for these nice things. One. We should clamor for it. But really, there, there has to be some benefit for them being together. It, it can't just be... Because there would have been money spent to bring them into the camp. Yeah, I know, right? They would have been... A lot of have, they, they might as well have been with their uh, families or something. Well, I think... I think it's not just the Nigeria thing. It's mm. Africa generally. Uh, the fact there are no games at this period. I don't know why the Africa calendar is not really harmonizing with the, Europe, um, the European calendar. Mm. And... Um, I don't know why. I don't know. I know. I already know they smoke at CAF headquarters. I know. If they don't, if they don't smoke, um, it's not that we, they smoke money. Or they sniff, and the money now turns to cigarettes, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, 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 I really don't know why it's not harmonizing with that calendar. Mm. Uh, but I want to believe. I've said it before, and I think I would say the same thing again. I want to believe there's a plan. Um, for that, if you mean on the if, end of CAF or on the on end, the end of, the of NFF, CAF, okay. obviously, um, if they because I mean NFF can if you're going to organize a game, you will still have to hire CAF referees. You yeah. cannot bring Nigerian referees to Definitely. officiate a game between Nigeria and that country. So it's still having to go through CAF to play a game you want to organize for the female side. So I don't know. I just feel there's something they are working up, and if there's not some, there's nothing they are doing. Then that one is their business. We'll just go to the World Cup and Africa will collect chicken change from FIFA. And, and then lose they, another World they Cup, understand. please. And exactly. So, yeah. But this time could be spent productively because, uh, yes, we can say they aren't playing games, but there's something also to be said for them actually being together in camp, working on things. Because national team coaches, one thing that they complain about is that they the don't bomb. have time. Yeah. They don't no, have that's time why, to That's why as much anything. as I was being funny and all... Mm. It's actually a, a serious thing. It's we get to see teams that thrive so well are teams that have this cohesion yeah. off the pitch. And if there's anything we learned from the Aisha Buari Cup is that the Nigerian players were not cohesive. Like it's very important. So if actually things like this can happen, it's not as bad as it might be talked about. Because it's actually something that that minute of um, let's get to know each other, that minute of how did you get to this club, that minute of how do you play, mm, we laugh together. And then when we get onto the pitch, it kind of helps your communication on the pitch. So it's not really bad. Why the, why this is happening, at least coming back to Bond is something. But then again, yes, it's pretty important that you also have those practice games so that when you get onto Exactly. Um, there's, there's because a, you're, you're not you're training, be, If you're training every day, but you're not testing you're not what testing. you've trained, yeah. it's pointless, really. Yeah, really pointless. All right, so um, there were some games in the Premier League, Serie A, the La Liga, 
And uh, what do you what do you think was the standout game for you from yesterday? Uh, I think it's the fact that Watford gave Chelsea a scare. Mm. That's for one. No Rich James, no Ben Chilwell. Yeah. Uh, can we say Rhys James or Ben Chilwell or just the beauty of Emmanuel Dennis in in five Watford shirts at the same time? Yeah, of course, we know. We yes. know Emmanuel Dennis was yes. awesome for Watford, he was as also, he always is. And then there was also the game that involved Roma. Yeah. Morihu, hmm. yet again. <laughs> and then tell me about PSG. I mean, they, they, brought, they brought two awards to the pitch <laughs> and they couldn't beat Nice. <laughs> like, what's on that? What's up? 90 minutes, zero, zero. You know what's funny? I expected this to happen because... Why did you expect that to happen? I don't know. There's just like... It's like there's this curse with the Ballon d'Or that okay. when you win it and you bring it to showcase, something bad must happen on that day. I remember very well, Cannavaro, the year he won in 2006, the first match that he played after getting back, 3-0 loss, he was disgraced by Kechukuchi. And since then, I've always had this phobia for matches directly after the Ballon d'Or. That do, when you, you when think, you win do it, do you think his matches after the Ballon d'Or just we, we are just watching PSG as PSG? Are we the really? PSG of this season as PSG? Are we really? Because the PSG of this season would Already, have, would have the found end, a goal before the end of that. Somewhere. No, before the end of that game, mm. I expected a two-one score line. Yeah. At the time, I was not seeing any goal. I was not expecting at least one goal yeah but the point is i was not expecting anything special from psg and then when he ended full time i just summarized it as by the way i was not expecting anything special from psg two one score line because i expected they would concede they would score okay they would concede but they would win yeah one zero because i expected okay they could just win just win that's the way i saw it but then when he finished i was like eh well, well it has happened. That's happened. It has happened. I mean, it doesn't really change anything for them in the exactly. league. Exactly. So that's the thing. Okay, outside um, PSG and France, we also saw Real Madrid winning 1 0. And we saw Roma losing to Bologna. See, at this point, eh, I'm still Team Mourinho, but. <laughs> yeah, wondering what's going on. I mean, everybody's wondering what's going on. I don't on. know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And uh, so, yeah. And now they are slipping further away from the part of the table that they should be in. Bologna, who are in 8th and now just a point behind them. Uh, Juve, a point behind them. Fiorentina, a point behind them. And these guys could quite easily knock, knock them off their perch. Yeah. And uh, Roma, in fact, I don't know how I don't know how it's going to end for... I, this is me being entirely honest. I don't know how it's going to end for Roma this season. I really thought Roma would be challenging for at least top 4. And here we're talking about top 6. And the top 6 is not even looking like they are even going to finish in the top 6. So, yeah. Because if Juventus get their Only right, Ro- if Juventus it, get their could together... Could it be Tottenham happening all over again for Mourinho? Hmm. Could it be? But it's... I mean, a lot of people like to say uh, give Mourinho until his second season. Well, um, yeah. Maybe give Mourinho until his second season. Mm. All right. Real Madrid were able to get the win in uh, La Liga against Athletic Bilbao last night as well. It wasn't pretty, but yeah. it was efficient. It wasn't pretty because it wasn't pretty for some people's tickets. You know, people would have expected Real <laughs> would score more goals. <laughs> but Real did not tell us they just wanted to do home win. They, did not, they didn't send you. They just wanted to get their three points and go. They didn't tell us they just wanted to get, them get their win and just go their win. So yeah, it wasn't really a pretty game. Um, in terms of goals, but yeah, Real Madrid again and the big bends yet again. Yet again. 
Yep. Ballon d'Or nominee. Ballon d'Or nominee. Should have finished higher. Fourth position. Fourth Should, position. Is it fourth position? Yeah, it was fourth. yeah, fourth position. Yeah, fourth position in the world. Like we care. But he was. I mean, he's proving it anyways. He's proving he's even better than that. So that's why I say like we care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's painful. Uh, in England, Liverpool easy peasy against Everton. Musala, the FPL captain. Musala, you know, you know, FPL captain, and it's only God that saved me <laughs> because I captain James, and I had my captain, my vice captain on, on, oh. on Cancelo. Oh wow! And then last minute, I said, let me just change it back to Salah. Let I didn't want to do what every, I didn't want to do what every other person mm. we are doing. I felt. Let me take a risk that might pay off. And <laughs> my risk was not paying off. It was not paying off. And then, boom, here is Salah, the most captain player for everybody, mm. for him in the FPL this weekend, this game week, delivering. And my vice captain sees on him and James did not play. I mean, and so then lucky. again, um, yesterday I was seeing something. At this point, I feel Egypt should just go on and win the Afghan at the expense of Nigeria. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. Because I want because to push... Ballando agenda. I want to push agenda. But it will be in a new year though. And then it will depend on what happens no, in the rest of the year. Yes. It's, and you think Salah is going to turn off? Do you know Salah very well? Do you think he would turn we off? We don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. Do you think he would turn I off? Mean, Messi, because if you, I want to push say, the agenda. I want to see what we would be saying by mm. this time next year. When he most likely would not win the Ballon d'Or, I don't even I don't think he would win it because he not because he don't deserve to win it because I know there's politics in it. Hmm. Word, like word. Lewandowski said, that's a word. I don't know if well, I don't know, I don't remember him saying that. But so, uh, where he said he said he said the only reason he would not win the Ballon d'Or yeah. is because if it was if, if, I can't remember exactly how he quoted, but I know politics is inside there somewhere. Okay. So yeah, if you say so. So yeah, at this point, I don't mind Nigeria losing to Egypt. Please don't come for me. I'm just trying going to, to I'm just trying you. to push agenda. It's yeah, not like it's, it's been a while. Like it's not like we can win Afcon on that run already. So, but as usual, if and also like I would not like address. us. Also, I would not like us to win Afcon right so now without Osime. Ah, without Osime, I feel that would be so much pain on. His I mean, part. these things happen. Yeah, it happens. It happens but, to everyone. But right now, I also don't want... There are many Pellegrini, reasons... Pellegrini see, see, was injured wait, like two is, weeks before he won the Euros. There are many reasons why Pellegrini was not like their BS player. But he yes, was... Very I mean, he was one of the best. That's, although the we've time. seen also... It, we've seen it happen maybe with... Ma, not Marco Reus. Uh, Mario Gotze. It happened with Marco Royce. Mac, Royce? Yeah. Was it Royce or Gotze that scored that winning was goal? Was Gotze that scored the winning goal? Okay, Gotze scored injured, the winning yeah. goal. It was Royce that was injured. So, uh, yeah, it happened with so quite it a happened with Benzema. And uh, happened with Benzema France. also for France. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but then again, it's I don't want it to happen to Sime. <laughs> that's one. Two, I don't want Raw to win it if he's still our coach by Afcon. I don't. I want him to be. Sad. How many agendas are you then running three, on currently? I would like Salah to win it so that we can push agenda later in 2022. So you have three agendas to run. Three agendas to run for Nigeria not to win Afcon. Yes. And then one. Where is the rest in all this? Me, I'm going to. You rest. guys should see us smiling sheepish. We're done with the podcast. Egypt, Egypt, <laughs> champions of Africa for the eighth time. Eighth time in the bag. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to the Borgeco podcast. We've spoken about the Ballon d'Or Feminine. We've spoken about the Euro- European uh, cha- uh, World Cup qualifiers, the Women's World Cup qualifiers, as well as some of the football that we saw yesterday. Thank you so much for listening and uh, if you'd like to get through to us, if you'd like to reach us, 
it's always going to be the same thing www.ballgecko.com or on any of the social media platforms at ballgecko and at on at ball underscore gecko on twitter thank you so much for listening see you next time Ball Gecko Podcast. For more content, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Ball Gecko. Also, check out our website at www.ballgecko.com. Ball Gecko.